Here we go. In Ephesians 2, turn over to Ephesians chapter 2. In, it says, we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. So God, we've talked about this in our local fellowship and a little bit here on Sunday nights. You know, in the beginning was the Word. When did God ordain it? The Word was with God. The Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. So God ordained from the beginning. So in the beginning, he ordained in his heart. He, he had it in his heart that we would walk in his work. So he had this work in his heart from the beginning. But I love that word workmanship. I looked it up today. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus. And I work for a manufacturer of products. Guess what that word means? It means his product. We are his product, created in Christ Jesus unto good works. So this word is saying we are the product of God, what God created. And, and as, I, as I was looking at this, it just rose up in my spirit, Jesus speaking in the book of John, which we've read for some weeks. And he spoke that the Father worketh, and I worketh here too. And I know Jesus spoke in relation to this, the miracles that he was doing in the natural. And, of course, if you go back there in John 5 and you look at that, that's exactly what happens. He, he heals a man. So God's miracle is shown in John chapter 5. And here we have in verse, I don't know, verse 10, the Jews, John 5, verse 10 says, The Jews therefore said unto him that was cured, It is the Sabbath day. It is not lawful for thee to carry thy bed. He answered them, He that made me whole, the same said unto me, Take up thy bed and walk. Then asked they him, What man is it that that which said unto thee, Take up thy bed and walk? And he that was healed wist not who it was, for Jesus had conveyed himself away, a multitude being in that place. Afterward Jesus findeth him in the temple and said unto him, Behold, thou art made whole. Sin no more, lest a worse thing come unto thee. The man departed and told the Jews that it was Jesus which had made him whole. 
And therefore did the Jews persecute Jesus and sought to slay him because he had done these things on the Sabbath day. But Jesus answered them, My Father worketh hitherto, and I work. So, you know, this picture here is about a man being made whole, complete, finished, perfected. And you know, in the natural, he couldn't walk. And Jesus come and healed him, and he made him whole. That's the picture here. And so as God was working in Christ, all these works were being done. But Jesus says down here, going on down through here, then Jesus answered and said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, the Son can do nothing of himself but what he seeth the Father do. For what things soever he doeth, these also doeth the Son likewise. For the Father loveth the Son, and showeth him all things that himself doeth. And he will show him greater works than these, that you may marvel. For as the Father raiseth the dead, and quickeneth them, even so the Son quickeneth whom he will. So as the Father raises and quickeneth, the Son quickeneth. The Father worketh and the Son work, and he said he's going to show him greater works than these. And see, that greater work is what Paul declares in Ephesians. You are his work. You are his product. You are what he's done in his death, burial, and resurrection. That's God's work that he was working in Christ in the earth. Is a body of believers called the church that God would dwell in. That's his great work. As the Father quickeneth, the Son quickeneth whom he will. So we are quickened in him. We are raised in him. We are seated in him. And we are living out of the power of God that's working mightily in us. Now, I saw a picture of this back in Exodus. And I love how God always paints the picture. He always, he always shows the picture. And he paints the picture and sets it forth. So if you go back in the book of Exodus, chapter 15, in 15.1, it says, Then sang Moses and the children of Israel this song unto the Lord, and spake, saying, I will sing unto the Lord, for he hath triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider hath he thrown into the sea. The Lord is my strength and song, and he has become my salvation. He is my God, and I will prepare him a habitation. My Father's God, and I will exalt him. The Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name. Pharaoh's chariots and his host hath he cast into the sea. His chosen captains also are drowned in the Red Sea. The depths have covered them. They sank into the bottom as a stone. 
Thy right hand, O Lord, is become glorious in power. Thy right hand, O Lord, hath dashed in pieces the enemy. And in the greatness of thine excellency, thou hast overthrown them that rose up against thee. Thou sentest forth thy wrath, which consumed them as stubble. And with the blast of thy nostrils, the waters were gathered together. The flood stood upright as a heap. And the depths were congealed in the heart of the sea. The enemy said, I will pursue, I will overtake, I will divide the spoil. My lust will be satisfied upon them. I will draw my sword. My hand shall destroy them. Thou didst blow with thy wind, and the sea covered them. They sank as lead in the mighty waters. Who is like unto thee, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like thee, glorious in holiness, fearful in praises, doing wonders? Thou stretches out thy right hand, and the earth swallowed them. Thou in thy mercy hast led forth the people which thou hast redeemed. Thou hast guided them in thy strength unto thy holy habitation. We can stop right here. Actually, I'm going to read a few more verses here. The people shall hear and be afraid. Sorrow shall take hold on the habitation, habit, inhabitants of Palestinia. Then the dukes of Eden shall be amazed. The mighty men of Moab, trembling, shall take hold upon them. All the inhabitants of Canaan shall melt away. Fear and dread shall fall upon them. By the greatness of thine arm, they shall be as still as stone. Till thy people pass over, O Lord, till the people pass over which thou hast purchased. Thou shalt bring them in and plant them in the mountain of thine inheritance, in the place, O Lord, which thou hast made for thee to dwell in, in the sanctuary, O Lord, which thine hands have established. The Lord shall reign forever and ever. And I see this picture of God's mighty power, the effectual power that Paul speaks in Christ that's working in us. What picture I see here is Israel moved through the Red Sea, came out of Egypt into Canaan, not by their own power, not by their own strength, not by their own effort, not by their own work, but God worked mightily. And he dashed to pieces the enemies, and he brought them through the Red Sea by his own strength, by his own purpose, through his own will. He set this thing forth. And I see this picture as what Paul is writing when he's speaking of the effectual working of God that's toward us. The greater work that Jesus spoke of, that greater works than these shall you do also because I go unto the Father. You'll marvel at my greater work because through his greater work, we, we come out of the depths of, of Egyptian bondage and we come into the mighty purposes of God, and it's through the effectual working of Him that's working in us. It's through what He has done in Christ. 
that we live and move and have our being in God. It's all through His work. And I see this great work, hallelujah to the Lamb of God, this greater work. And it's not to diminish the works of Christ in the healing of the sick. Honey, I believe in them maybe more than I ever have. As I see this work, I see the power of God in my heart just, just kind of exploding. So, so you, you know, you begin to see that, yes, God can heal broken limbs and God can heal people sick with flus and cancers and so forth. So, so God has no problem doing that, honey. So, so, but there's a greater work that moves you out and into. And, that's, and, I, and I saw that picture in Israel that Israel could have just walked in what God had done. He moved them out of the Red Sea. He brought them out of Egypt with a stretched out arm, brought them through the Red Sea, taking them into Canaan land. And what they say when they got up to Canaan land? Oh, we, <laughs> these giants are too much for us. My Lord, do you not see the power of God's hand that was on display in the Israelites? Well, see, this is the working of God that was in type and shadow that we're not in a type and shadow. This working of God hath delivered us out of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of God's dear Son that we can walk in Him, that we can live in Him, that we can come into the bountiful land of Christ and we can eat the fruit of the land, the fruit of righteousness, the fruit of holiness, the fruit of peace, and we can move right in this land and partake of it and live in it and minister it and give it into the earth. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. You're talking about a work, and this is through the working of God that's in Christ. That's why I call it a greater work, because it brought me out of all the bondages of the world. You, you take His death. His death dealt with all of our bondages, dealt with all of our, of our illnesses, death dealt with death, hell, the grave, everything we can name. He dealt with it. And Paul says he baptized us by one spirit into one body, baptized us into his death, that we could come into his life. And in his life is all these glorious things we talk about. Joy. Joy unspeakable and full of glory. Love, kindness, meekness. You shovel them out there. You know that when they walked into that land, they saw that fruit bigger than any fruit they'd ever seen. So they'd never, if you could say it this way, they'd never experienced joy. The fruit of joy like they experienced, you know, sit there and type in shadow. They'd never seen joy like this before. That's what we've entered into, the joy of the Lord. The greatness of our God. 
the mighty work of our God that through the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, He destroyed the enemy and He brought us into rivers of life, abundant life, glory, power. Hallelujah. That's what He did. So, so he's destroyed from us the yokes of bondages. And he's brought us forth in life. He's brought us forth in power. You know, I've read this scripture the last two or three weeks in Ephesians 1. And I can't get away from it. Paul praying, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. That... God would show you that you may know the hope of His calling and what the riches of the glory of His inheritance in the saints, that you might know the riches of His glory and what is the exceeding greatness of His power to us, Word. The greatness of His power toward us. Do we know the greatness of His power toward us? Have I come to comprehend the greatness of His power toward us? What's well, right here? It's the power that He worked, wrought, worked. Here's that work, greater work than these. Shall I show you that you marvel? And Jesus told him, said, I have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them yet. But when the Spirit comes, you're going to bear them. Because the Spirit's going to take my work. He's going to take of me. He's going to take what I've accomplished, and He's going to show or reveal in you. So which He wrought this work, the exceeding greatness of His power to usward, who believe according to the working of His mighty power, which He wrought work in Christ, when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly realms, in the heavenly places, in the heavenlies, actually, in heaven, far above principalities, far above power. Do you see that? Who's for you? Do you see who's for you? Do you hear who's for you? Then who can be against you? Do you hear that? Because he's above principality. So when the principality comes and says to you, you don't stack up. Do you hear who's for you? That work that he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and put him in his own right hand. Above powers. Above authorities above dominions, above names, named, not only in this world or this age, but in the coming age, and to put all things under His feet, all things, and gave Him to be the head over all things to the church, which is His body, the fullness, the completion of Him. All he did in Christ to be worked out in the body. Glory to God. Ephesians 3. 
Ephesians 3. He says, Paul says he's a prisoner of Jesus Christ. And in verse 3 says, How that by revelation he made known unto me the mysteries I have wrote afore in a few words, whereby when you read you may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ, which in other ages was not made known unto the sons of men, as it is now revealed unto us, his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs and of the same body and partakers of his promise in Christ by the gospel. Wherefore, I was made a minister according to the gift of grace given unto me by what? By the effectual working of his power. Here's the working again. The working of God's power when he raised Jesus from the dead. So Paul is a minister and he understands the power of Christ being raised from the dead and that the Gentiles were now joint heirs together with the Jews of one body. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God, no longer male, female, Greek, or Jew, but the divine body of Christ and, and it was through the working. It's through the working of God, the effectual working of His power, the working in every part, Paul says in another place, the effectual working of God in every part to edifies itself in love. So this working is going on in you. And it's according to the work that he did in Christ when he raised him from the dead. That's what's going on in you. So that you take on his mind. You take on his heart. You take on his nature. You'd understand his word. You'd be able to declare His Word. You'd live in His light. You'd walk in the place of the Lord. Glory to God. Honey, that's salvation. I will enter His courts. Whose courts? You ever get a hold of that? I will enter the courts of the Lord <laughs> with praise. I will enter his courts. I will walk in his paths. My Lord, what a work. What a work. <laughs> Not just me and you trying to be good little Christians, but a working that we live out of what God has done in Christ. That we live in good works. The works of God. The works of the resurrection. The works of life. Glory to God. You're talking about something to live out of, folks. We got something to live out of, man. 
We have him who's living in us. That the life we live in the flesh might be by the faith of the Son of God. That we live in what God is showing us. And we declare it to the world. That to the intent, Paul writes, that even to the principalities and powers might be made manifest by the church. Glory to God. That the powers, the powers that be. You ever thought of that, Brother Paul? He came right up to the powers that be in his day. You, you ever really got a hold of that, the kings of the day? That he began to declare among even the kings of that day, the manifold wisdom of God. What did one of the king was a king Agrippa said, Paul, you're beside yourself. So he come right into the powers and declared the greatness of our God. So it is not beyond God to put you right in the midst of the powers to declare His greatness, to declare His victory. Because it's by the church, Paul says, that the manifold wisdom of God, the wisdom that was hid from ages and generations and is now made known, is made known through the revelation of Jesus Christ in the church that the church would exhibit and declare who he is. Glory to the Lamb of God. I tell you, I've so enjoyed this study. As the Lord took me in this study, I, I'd seen this some time ago. God had shown me the greater work, but I, I, I saw such a measure in here that I saw a people living, you will marvel. Greater works than these shall you do. You're going to live out of his work. You're going to have coming out of your bellies rivers of living water. Like Isaiah saw, the water came out, and it went into the sea, and where it went there was life. Ezekiel saw the same picture, that waters were coming out of the house of God and they were rolling out. The same work that Jesus did, being worked in our heart, that we could declare His work in the earth and deliver those that would come. Not just you know, tell them a little about Jesus, but bring them into the deliverance that God has brought you in. Bring them into the place through Him that's in you, yes, but through obedience from us, obedience to the Word. Bring forth fruit unto God. Hallelujah. Well, something to chew on tonight. I'm going to open the session up so we can discuss it. 
And may the Lord richly, richly bless you. God bless you.